0: Hey everybody, uh, here we are for Perigee episode number 23. We're pretty excited. As always, Chief Sobe is here with me. Hey everybody. It's a little less enthusiasm than you normally have, I feel.
1: Uh, you know, I'll try that again. Hello everyone, uh, happy to be back on. Better? Yeah,
0: I don't. <laughs> it's not particularly <laughs> better, I don't think, But but anyway, it's hey. good to have you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here as always. <laughs> and, uh, and Sergeant Felker is not with us. And so we brought in, what, the, like, my mentor and yours, Chief Childers, <laughs> rock star of the staff.
2: Hello, team. Thank All you. Right. Appreciate the you're opportunity welcome. to be here.
0: Where you were, S1D, right?
2: That's correct. What's so, your, Enlisted Force Development. Is that your duty title? Chief Enlisted Force Development would be the duty title. That also the other two chiefs in the shop also have the same duty title, so I'm sure that's not confusing for folks at all, but
0: I feel like duty titles should have like a definitive article in front of it. Is one of you the chief of enlisted force development, or you're just all ah
2: chief of all ah would be the that's way awesome. to look at that.
0: All right, well, we could have a scheduled meeting talk talk through that anyway, folks um. Thanks for being here. We know we're in the middle of the holidays and and I sincerely hope that you are enjoying them and you're spending time with each other. We've got actually got a, I think a fairly long list of things to talk through. I don't, um, I never pretend that I'm going to give you enough information, but, uh, we're going to try and we're going to hopefully, uh, have a little fun and just talk through some things. So chief as always, You're in charge as the head babysitter in charge of me. What do you want to talk about?
1: Chief, uh, tracking earlier this month, and actually this week, we had our service component stand up. Uh, I know we stood up CENTCOM and USFK.
0: Yeah, so they followed. right? So now we've got uh, U.S. Space Forces Indo-PACOM, U.S. Space Forces Korea, and U.S. Space Forces... Central Command, correct?
1: Correct. Congratulations to them. Um, and I who's next? UCOM next? UCOM is next. And then we have uh, a few others in line, Chief. I'm not exactly sure, but I know we have some upcoming here in the next FY or and this if, FY.
0: And if um, I think um, for our Master Sergeant, certainly for our Senior Master sergeants we expect that um, by the time we do the DT, that if there are positions open in any of those components that those will be out there and people can uh, volunteer. So it's something to start thinking through is where do these components fit into kind of my life as a guardian, as an individual to say, you know, what am I interested in? Where am I interested in uh, potentially going? So that when those things go out, it doesn't surprise anyone. I'm not sure those will be small footprints, certainly uh early on they'll be pulled primarily from the uh Space Four um, staffs that we have now. But there will be opportunities. So uh I would just tell everyone to keep their eyes open for opportunity in yeah. components.
1: Absolutely, Chief. Um and then um the other the other piece as we kind of look at just overall readiness, I know uh, it's been in the work with the boss IT transition plan. Um, do you know where we're at on that? Can you elaborate? <laughs> I
0: think you you know that I know as as much as I as much as I can. I mean, here's the here's the thing. We've promised you before that we'd find out what's going on. We, we really have been working this hard. It, it's certainly a priority. We know that we've got cyber guardians that are dying to get on to mission defense teams. We know we've got that transition. A couple things, one, uh, I think it's important and I, and I had a uh, uh, guardian remind me of this, that the skills that we use for boss IT are fundamental kind of blocking and tackling for everything else we do in cyber. So it's not like if I'm at a help desk, whether it's a mission system or whether it's nip or sipper, it's not like those skills aren't tr- directly transferable to everything else I need to do. I've got to have a fundamental understanding. And that was a good point and something that, um, you know, I think we, we should remind ourselves of that. Some of that stuff is sort of requisite for everything else that we want to do. So take advantage of those opportunities when you have them. But the right now um, across the Space Force, we've got um, Patrick, we have no guardians, uniform guardians, working boss IT, Los Angeles. We've got, uh, 15, I think ish left out of 120. So not very many, um, uh, close to 90% complete of that transition. Vandenberg we've got, uh, under 40, less than 40, maybe close to 30 of the 150 ish total billets that we have. So again, we're working them out. We're about 80 ish percent complete. And that uh, continues through this fiscal year, through, through September of next year. Peterson, um, uh, less than 200. And, and when we started this, it was hundreds. And so now it's under 200. We're drawing down, um, continuing that transition. So we're making headway. It's certainly something that all leadership is focused on, that the CSO is focused on. It's something that updates are regularly happening. So we'll, we'll do updates here. As well, but by my count, we've got maybe two, less than 230 guardians total that are still working that, I would say, traditional calm boss IT mission, mission. And, uh, and heading towards uh, zero being the goal. Although mission, uh, mission IT is still important, those mission systems, and like I said, the blocking and tackling that people need to do. But the transitions, um, I think finally, I think it's fair to say finally moving forward pretty well. And I would say we certainly are looking at it at the right levels. Yeah, and it's good because we need you. And the the systems aren't getting less complicated. We're not getting less uh, interest from our adversaries. And the domain is not getting less contested or less congested, and so it's kind of all hands on deck. The latest numbers on that front that I have is now we're uh, we're about I think close to eight thousand six sixty nine fifty, so close to seven thousand uh, active payloads and about forty seven thousand total objects. So it's As you guys know, and thanks to you, everyone knows that, right? So thanks for everyone working our uh, space domain awareness. We appreciate it. Um, That's obviously important that we know what's going on up there. And uh, it continues to get worse, to get more contested and more congested and more competitive 3Cs.
1: Absolutely. Not two C's. Three that was three. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, three I counted three, two. So, actually, speaking of awareness, um, you know, I know there's the, the whole cola discussion, and I don't know if you wanted to briefly talk about where we are right now with cola and how that affects our, our guardians. Do,
0: do you want to talk about that?
1: Well, yes. I. Yes can, but I think you might have a little more detail.
0: <laughs> so, um, there's, there's a lot of things, right? So, so you guys got the new BH lists are out, excuse me. <clears throat> I think there's a few things on the, uh, taking care of people front. we got the new BH rates are out that will go into effect on the first one. If you haven't read the BAH primer, that's making its rounds on the interwebs, and we will put in an email uh, out to the force, please take a look at it. I, I think it's important that we understand the current construct, how we come up with BAH rates and how it's, how the process works. That's important because there's a difference between the process needs to be reviewed and it does and people aren't paying attention or they're not doing things correctly or, you know, whatever else we might think if the outcome isn't, um, doesn't meet our expectations. So I think reading the primer, going through the primer is the best way to sort of manage the expectations of what does the process think you deserve by rank and dependent status? And if you have expectations that are incongruous with what the system thinks you deserve, then there's a good chance. You're not going to think you're getting enough BAH and that's fair. We don't think that the, the way it's calculated now is correct. We believe that will be part of the quadrennial review of military compensation. We believe that we will look at the way BAH is calculated over the coming year that's um, that's a longer process and it involves a lot of stakeholders so help us by making sure that we get accurate data and that you raise your hand understand that there's a difference between not following the rules or being careless or not making updates and hey the the rules don't feel like they're a good fit in 2023. And the same thing with cola and we've talked about cola rates before. The cola rates due to go into effect 1 January are being paused for 90 days and we will be looking at the way cola is calculated as well we being the Department of Defense. So over the coming year we'll see I think a real effort to Re-examine and reevaluate compensation in a in a larger sense. That's necessary to keep up with modern day expectations. It's necessary that we listen to an all volunteer force if we want to keep an all volunteer force. So we certainly um, it's it's a tricky place that we're asking you all to kind of hang out right now between what you believe, what we believe, um, should be probably better than what the system has you designed to get right now. And that the system is working and really we're doing everything we can to make the system work the best we can with out of cycle updates, with pauses, et cetera, et cetera. The the leadership of the department has done a fantastic job to work within the current rules while we work to re-examine those rules to see how we could change them. I, Chili, did that make sense? What I just said, or am I babbling?
2: No, it makes perfect sense to me, Chief. Yeah.
0: It, I can't, I'm not going to pretend that I'm satisfied with where we are right now. I don't want guardians to pretend that they're satisfied if they're not. I want everyone to understand that it, it takes a while to make law changes in law. It takes a while to make changes in, in policy. And that while we work through those things, the best option we always have is to understand the current laws and policy and, and, and do our best to, to maneuver within them. So anyway, the, the, and that's kind of, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it continues. This conversation that we had last time, and I said I'd get back to you on the uh, Guardian value proposition, and I did get an update. And the update is we've kind of put it on hold um, as S1 team is correctly prioritizing some other things. But um, we did already collect input from, and it was over 3,700. I have the number here: 3,788 guardians have already participated in a service-wide survey about the guardian value proposition. And so we do have data, they've uh, bended up, we know kind of the principles by count, we know where they align. There was really two primary questions, one being what principles are most important to you personally And then what principles do you believe when, when, you know, the the people that were asked, what principles do you believe matter most for the service? It's interesting to layer those two things on top of each other. Some of them are the same. Um, uh, Innovative work environment showed up on both at the top of the list, Uh, ability to work on the cutting edge showed up on both at the, at the top of the list. So we can look and go the guardian surveyed broadly believed that those two things were both important to them as individuals and important to us as a service other things like compensation important as for individuals and it certainly is direct we're talking about direct financial compensation but that didn't stack as high um, for the service which is interesting to me because the people pulled seem to think that it wasn't as important to the service that you pay people a lot but they were really nobody was willing to not take it off their you know to take it off their personal list I would suggest if it's high on your personal list it, it needs to be high on the service list we we do have to um, address it in particular in certain um certain pay grades where we've got to take we've got to uh, as industry often describes it when i I talk to them you want to pay people enough to take money off the table. And then everything else about the value proposition is culture, environment, challenge, et cetera, et cetera. But you've got to be able to take care of your family um, and, and yourself. So anyway, that, that work has been done. It's really good work. There's a lot of data that's being looked at, but it has as a whole effort slowed down a little bit because we asked them to slow down so that we could uh, put our efforts, uh, put our focus on a couple other things. We also, uh, since we're talking about uh, value proposition, uh, Chief Bass and I put out, um, teamed with SAFMR and, and our friends in the services um, to put out a financial resources um, chart, working aid, uh, poster, I don't know what you call it, but, um, and we're gonna look at from basic training through pme certainly on the enlisted side are we teaching people enough about being able to optimize the compensation they do get
1: and the financial resources right yeah Yeah, absolutely
0: because um when i was growing up we would if you didn't bounce a check at the bx that was that was the bar, like your supervisor would sit you down and go, "No news is good news, dude. Like, just don't bounce a check." That's right. Um, not great financial advice. I mean, it's it's fair advice. I don't want anyone to bounce. Do, do we even there's their checks anymore? This is where we need one of the Zoomers in the at the table. Do they even yeah. know what a check is?
1: Probably not. Um... Uh, I, I don't.
2: I don't know that. That's a. <laughs>
1: I remember I used to call my bank just to check my balance. Um, and as a young private then, I mean, I I certainly went in debt $300. Didn't have a savings account, nothing. I didn't have any financial resources or anyone to really... Wait
0: a minute, really... you were in debt $300? And we gave you a clearance? Yeah. Yes. Cool. So well, I'm no, I mean, out. that
1: was just briefly. I was a young private. You I mean, I didn't know what it. I was doing. Absolutely. Okay. Never again. Learn my lesson. I have a savings account now. But no, I I mean, I get back to the financial resources flyer. I think it's important to have that push it out. And people need to be educated on what resources are out there. I didn't know. I I never received any sort of financial briefing or, hey, this is what you should do. Um, As a young 18-year-old not knowing what to do, I found myself in $300 in debt. So, But to the importance of this uh, resources piece.
0: I think that's yeah. like a magnitude of, of 10 Ten less than the national average of debt.
1: I'm <laughs> certain of it. but Maybe 100. You know, you know, for me, I don't know how much I was making then. Maybe $100 a month, perhaps? 900? Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money. At any rate.
0: I'm glad you're okay today. <laughs> I am.
1: <laughs> I'm quite fine. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I'm glad you made it through. Yeah, but, but anyway, I mean, for real, we don't do enough to teach people how to, to improve their lives mm-hmm. um, with finances. And finances, uh, limited finances or financial challenges um, continue to be one of the biggest sources of stress and the, the, the single one, one of the the single most common, uh, denominators when it comes to real resilience challenges. So the, the better we understand it, the better we do to help each other. Um, the better off we are, that doesn't mean that we can pay you too little and just tell you to suck it up. And if you saved better, it wouldn't be a problem. Um, that that's not okay. It's certainly though, if you learn to uh, navigate, what can be a tricky financial environment, right? But if you learn how to navigate it well, you're you're just better off than the people that don't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right.
0: So good. So that's out there and, and um, as a working aid, if you haven't seen it, we'll attach it maybe to the same email that we send this link out on and, um And we are going to, I mean, we're going to bake it into training. Like, we just got to do a better job teaching people um, something beyond don't bounce a check. I had a, I had a, I had a HOA that, that was the only way I could pay my fees Hmm. was with a check. And I would call the guy and I'd be like, dude, like, I, like, he goes, well, you have to get a, cashier's check, what do you know? He would try to, and I was like, you don't understand. Like I would, it was annual, like every July. And I said, I would pay you this much every month just to not have to write a check. Like you could multiply my housing association dues by a factor of 12 if you just don't make me write a check. Nope, he didn't take the bait. I sold that house
2: it's funny how we've transitioned over time on the financial front my only delinquent bill was the club dues and they would not let you pay ahead you could only pay month by month you had to wait on your bill to come up or you could go to the cashier's cage at the Cope Club to pay your five dollars a month or whatever it was and I happened to be on an extended TDY missed that window and uh, became delinquent for one month and i asked him. i was like why, why can't we pay ahead you know and i know yeah. what the bill is going to be i should be able to pay for the year for five dollars they wouldn't let you wouldn't let me at the time i think they've since changed some of those rule sets but
1: yeah
0: everyone should belong to the club right the 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 way that um the way that that well all of the non-appropriated funds agencies make money right it's all interchangeable mm-hmm. and um most places, if they really look at the eligible population that could belong to the club, if a fairly modest fraction, like 40%, were base, I, I like to think of it as a base membership, right? Right. We think of it as a club membership because that's where that's the front door it goes in. But if a very modest amount of us belong to the club, then the bowling alleys, the auto hobby shops, the golf courses, like those things can stay open just through the club memberships. But if you think that your club membership is only tied to, you know, the Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Don't do clubs still do Mongolian barbecue? That's what I don't it like about being in base DC. to base. Yeah, you yeah. can't really. Yeah. I wish that's That's why I always go to the hub when I'm in, in the springs.
2: But I don't want to scare anybody from Worrying about being delinquent on their club memberships. You yeah. can just do auto pay nowadays. Yeah. Super easy. Yeah, it's easier. You don't have to yeah. worry about it anymore. It don't just happens. To...
0: All right. What? You got more stuff? Oh, Your my goodness. Your cheesiness is genuine. It's always That's, cheesy. I appreciate you. We yeah. should all have the courage. To be genuine. To be who we are. Exactly. Right? To be true to our character. And if our character appreciate is cheese. It. Then let it be. High five. <laughs> Go.
1: So um, just reminding me about.
0: Were you in here when we were talking about the cow? Oh, cow? The cow when I, I was a kid and I had the cow.
1: I don't think I was.
0: Yeah, we couldn't. No milk. The cow wouldn't give any milk. She was utterly worthless. <laughs> hmm
1: <laughs> Well, then. <clears throat>
0: kind of like this conversation.
1: Well, let's move on. I was going to bring up the combined federal campaign, which is still going on right now. Oh. Ends mid-January. Yeah. So for those that have not... um, provided to that or are given a donation just know it th- when we give we give for collective impact and so you know it, there's still s- some opportunity out there to provide or give to multiple charities and so i think believe mid-january is a cutoff i can't remember that do you have like a date. website or something there is a website do you have a
0: booklet with not carbon in my paper? head though like, but can i get some carbon paper and fill it out uh or can probably, I go? It's is actually, it easier?
1: It's easier to to fill out online. Um, I will have to push it out to the chiefs uh, to get that data. But, yeah, just don't forget that that's still going on right now. But Thanks
0: for the PSA.
1: You're welcome. Well what done. is PSA? Public service announcement. Oh, well, thank you.
0: About CDs. You're welcome. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: So sh- shifting over, um, I know you were talking about COLA and a lot of big DOD stuff that, that's being pushed out. I don't want to forget to bring up the NDAA. It looks like that is still in the works.
0: Yeah, so um, read it. Be as smart about what your government is asking you to do as you can. You guys are sensible, fantastic, growth-minded human beings. I would say grab it and read through it. Uh, It matters. Um, This is where we take our... Um, direction. And so the better we understand it, um, the better off we can uh, execute. So everyone should get a copy and read through it. There are certainly some interesting things in there. There's some things that um, that we'll have to work on. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't have it in front of me, but off the top of my head, there's plenty of uh, space things, um, discussions about, um, about our uh, uh, direct report units, um, discussions, uh, things about the components, um, et cetera, et cetera. So I I would just say, read through it, get smart. Maybe we'll have, uh, an expert come in and, and talk through that. There pay raise in there. Right. So that's good. Um, oh, they, they changed BAS too, huh? That's right. Yeah. So, you know, that's, it's, uh, you know how the, the saying, like the bad things like death by a thousand cuts right but but a thousand little good things like, like add up to a big improvement as well so it, i think <laughs> um with, with bah and bas and a pay raise and you know you you try uh, i mean the world is is um unpredictable and the economy is certainly unpredictable but i think we're we're trying we're trying to do better
1: yeah
0: what else Are you, you got you got PSAs?
1: So um, I would say the other PSA would be the new PME guidance that was just pushed out, actually from S one D. So
0: did you push that out, Chili?
2: That would have been my teammate, Chief Abby Scott.
0: Another one of Ah yeah. Ah. A- That's right. Chief of we actually Enlisted do Sports have defined lanes, at least. Yeah. yeah. Same so names. Here's here's the important part, and I and I had a conversation with um, with. Uh, former soldier. And he said, Oh, well, no one told me that. I'm like, okay, well I'll tell everybody. We are not going to make, make someone repeat PME for no reason. We do not want to make it mandatory. However, what we know about all guardians, is that they have a growth mindset that there is a commitment to mastery right of myself my profession and my domain and that in the space force perhaps as much as anyone maybe more but in the space force because we are mission focused professional military education is not some distinctly different separate thing to mission like it's this is about moving, growing and moving forward in the domain and in the profession. And if we don't attend because, oh, I did that in the Navy or I did that in the army and I don't have to, and you don't have to, I promise we're not going to hold up promotion or anything like that. But if you don't go, then how do we gain from you? How do the other students learn? from you about what you're bringing to the table. So I'd ask everyone to think about this opportunity, all of you kind of stuck in this middle ground where the, technically I've completed this requirement, but I have an opportunity to attend. Anyway, you're there to teach as much as you are there to learn. And that's how we, we should be embracing this. I mean, it's a couple weeks that you don't have to go to work, that you can go and have smart conversations with other guardians, in particular in our NCO and Senior NCO Academy. Everybody's going to the same place. It's only guardians in there or primarily guardians in there. Man, like this isn't, I have to go to PME. This is, I get to go to PME. You ever play that trick? Like what's up? People go, no, you get to do this.
1: I Uh have, yeah. Did it, it
0: work? 'Cause I'm yeah, really leaning I mean, in on this right now. So yeah, I agree. I'm hoping someone listens to this perigee and goes, Oh, all
1: right. I agree, Chief. It's about <laughs> experiential learning. Um, so what do we what can we learn from each other? Um, not just sister service. I mean, we have Air Force, we have all the different services in our branch, so it's important that they understand that piece. But also for, you know, our sister services coming in. Um, it's their opportunity to be able to, to also learn what, what, what the criteria is being taught. You know, they're, they're, I'm sure there's a lot of goodness for them as well, um, not just, you know, them sharing their experiences uh, in their prior service. But, yeah, I agreed there.
2: I'd say the biggest piece on that is not just what is the schoolhouse or PME curriculum going to provide for me to learn. But the the things that we learn stems from the discussions that we have based on that curriculum. That really just starts the talks in the classrooms, right? And uh, if we have the right mix in those classrooms, those discussions can be very meaningful. People can have a lot to take away from it. Um, so yeah, Chief, I, I definitely agree with that. That um, folks should take advantage of that opportunity, yeah. you know, to have that have that dialogue with their new teammates coming into a new service.
0: They get to. They get. That's right. To take advantage. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's what sure. I think. Hey, Chief, Um, earlier this month... Hey, Chief. I, It's my go-to. That's I how... I, hey, Chief. Um, this so, means you're about
0: to bring something else something up that I, you want me to talk about.
1: That's right. So this earlier this month, we had uh, some guardians. They attended a bilateral engagement on in Tokyo.
0: They went out to Japan and did some work. They did? Yeah, Sergeant Chan and Sergeant Masajuski, I think. Correct. But that might not be how you say it, so... If that's you and I mispronounced your name, call me and teach me and I will apologize on the next perigee. But um, yeah, fantastic representing us internationally as I would expect. We know that the third line of effort from the CSO is partnerships and certainly international partnerships are included in that. So uh, big thanks to everybody that was a part of that. And everybody's a part of everything, right? Like, I mean, you guys are killing it. And, um, we, we can't possibly keep up with all the awesomeness. Uh, but we we will try from time to time to come by and give you a high five or, or give you a shout. So thanks. You, You know what else it's been like stupid, busy couple of weeks. We, and if you haven't seen, uh, the late show to get an entire show talking about you all was a just a huge win for us. So find those clips. Watch the show, be proud of what you did. The day before that show aired, we did another virtual USO event um, with Stephen Colbert and we thanked the folks at Thule. We thanked the folks at Clear and we talked to him. I got to talk to him on on Zoom. A bit. We're out in Thule again this week with the CSO. So we'll go out and, and visit them and give them a hug and, and thank them for what they're doing. It's such an amazing mission. And, you know, the better that we understand it and the better that we all talk to each other about it, um, I think the more likely you are to realize, oh, that might be a really cool thing to raise my hand for. Because as we've talked about in the past, We can't move towards a system where we're not going to hand out non vol assignments if everybody's just internally focused in their echo chamber and doesn't, you know, doesn't want to try anything new, doesn't want to do anything, um, you know, for the team, even if it's not that big a deal for them. Like this, this works when as a community, we all lean in to the important missions that we need to do and it, and it's easier to lean in if everybody kind of gets that they're fun, right? Like that there's real, real goodness in these missions. And I don't just mean the mission getting done. Like you go to these places and they're having a great time and they're close. And it's a, it's sometimes it's a, like sort of undiluted experience, which is a, like, not, not unlike a deployment, a undiluted experience with somehow like, a like, like cask strength, single malt. It's just, it's, it's giving me more in a year than I would get somewhere else in a year. And that's, that's important. So I, you know, I think we, we walked through that. We also did, uh, uh, STEM to space and, uh, that was really cool. Got to talk to students all around the world. Um, and that was, uh, with uh, Caitlin. Um, what's Caitlin's last name?
2: K- Caitlin Bissett.
0: Bissett, yeah. She's on Quantum Leap, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, she's not listening, but thanks to Caitlin and 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 thanks to uh, Stephen Colbert for, for everything they're doing with the USO, for what they're doing with uh, STEM to Space, for what they're doing to help us tell our story. Um, it's really neat to see everybody how proud other people are of what you're doing um because you matter and it makes a difference so thanks yeah we'll just keep doing it hopefully you all got out during December and um, did some stem to space initiative it's 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 such a fun opportunity and and it really matters so um, keep investing in each other and keep investing you don't have to do it just in December right like invest in in your communities invest in the schools help us continue to be the best in the world at space. And I think that's about it. We're in the middle of, of you got one more thing you wanna talk about? I do, you just,
1: because you said awesomeness and it just reminded me of, I feel like we can't leave this out, it's very important. The stupid but
0: run, are you gonna talk about the stupid run?
1: 100%, you know I was going there. The T-10 maller. Yeah. So, was it, it was everything horrible. that you thought it would be? I mean, yeah, it was we, we terrible. We trained we up for it. it three miles, Every I think, is the most you ran. I, I'm not sure, but.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was a fantastic event. It was well organized. It was well laid out. It was really cool to see Guardians and how many? 2,600 2, people ran so it was yes, really neat lot. to see i for some reason they decided to make the last mile straight into the sun well, <laughs> that it was, just that was shining right in your face 90 degrees <laughs> but other than that slight um you know uncomfortable situation yeah it was it was really cool and now i have run 10 miles
1: Congratulations, Chief. Yeah, I
0: got a prize right. and everything. I feel just like a, a nice medal. Four year old, actually, American soccer player. You get a medal for everything, <laughs> which is why we're out of the World Cup. <laughs> Do we care about this or not? It should be cutthroat. Oh, my God. Five year olds playing soccer need to be cutthroat if we're going to win a World Cup. No more <clears throat> of this, fair. just hand out medals to everyone.
1: I mean, we did okay, to be fair.
0: Did we? Well, In the no, World I mean, Cup? We're the most powerful nation in the world. Anything short of winning is, is failure.
1: Not good enough. So this is agreed. what I Agreed. I mean, we, we can always do better.
0: Pay it for was... effort, but we should not confuse effort with results.
1: Yeah, we got a pat on the back as much as we got.
0: <laughs> well done. And to all, I know you're a big footy fan, so <laughs> I just like teasing you about it. <clears throat> yeah, and no, you're a does. runner. I am. Like all of I enjoyed the it. recreational I, I activities you know. <laughs> that I don't consider actual athletics.
1: They're great sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, that run was tough. I mean, I felt. You, Pickleball,
0: you... <laughs> long distance running, Batman, soccer. I did that too. Yeah, it's all, it's all the same. Bowling, <laughs> ping pong. Yeah. It's a great sport, anyway, actually. Yeah, well, it was a great event though, right? And, and through the lens of connection through the lens of commitment. I, I'm, I'm happy I did it. And oh, you know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to build some sort of display somehow in the okay. office for the office. Yes. And I'm going to hang that metal on it. And I am saying right now because people listening to this, they'll be right chief master Hunter of the space Force, Number two, number three, number four might be out there listening. We're all running right. it every year, I love forever. It. I'm gonna put a little done. shrine in the office, and I've just committed. Since I got tricked into this nonsense, <laughs> everyone that ever comes after me will run it. Period. This is we'll write it into policy. There it is. Yeah, it's done on the
1: record. This has been on, recorded
0: on the record. Whichever one, yeah, whoever follows me, go. You you better start training because you're gonna run that sucker. And and whoever follows them, same thing. Uh, hey, happy holidays! Uh, we're in the middle of uh, of the week before Christmas. Um, it's Hanukkah. It's Kwanzaa. It's New Year's coming up. It's uh, Festivus coming up. We're pretty excited, and it was. I mean, we're cutting a cake today. for our birthday we are so we're in our if it's the terrible twos what do you call the what do you call the threes
2: troublesome threes
0: is that what maybe i
2: don't know i'm making that up.
1: i really feel like terrible twos continue into the threes but
0: maybe just because you're a bad parent probably (laughs) (laughs) i kind of thought three-year-olds were kind of easy
1: uh not not at all especially if you have a little girl like yeah i do
0: not continues it's not good
1: sassy Mm.
0: yeah wait till she's 14 i can't wait (laughs) you think she's sassy now oh gosh all right (laughs) so anyway happy holidays thanks for what you're doing we'll see you on the other side of new year and um if your football team's in a bowl game good luck and if you're chilling with your family good and uh, if you're having a big potluck at your 24-hour mission center, then thank you for that. If you're not, shame on you. There should be all kind of like the 15th day in a row. (laughs) Some NCOs bringing me, right? Like if you're a specialist, you should get like 15 days in a row. Somebody giving you three-day-old potatoes and saying, here you go. Until you're just like, I'm over it. Like, Can we just (laughs) have a taco bar instead tomorrow? Like no more of your old turkey. (laughs) But, um, yeah, thanks, everybody. We appreciate you and truly hope that you have a great holiday. And we'll see you on the other side. Semper super. Thanks for being here.
2: Thanks, Jake.